You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Go Wild. Now, the Go Wild app has added some really cool and exciting functionality to their app. And the first one I want to talk about is the Near Me function. And basically what this does, it allows you to engage and connect with people in your area. You guys can talk about gear. You guys can talk about hunting areas. You guys can talk about what's going on in the woods. And it just allows the users to be more of a community and connect easier. The second part is the gearbox. And what the gearbox is, it is a an opportunity for the users to not only see reviews on products and see what the go wild community is using in the field what products they're using but it also allows you guys to purchase up to 150,000 products there's you, there's a shopping function on it so Check out the Go Wild app. If you haven't downloaded it to your phone yet, you need to, and you can do that at any app store that is currently available. Go Wild. It's an awesome app. Check them out. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas, and today's episode, we go into bow setups with our guest, Frank Iupa. Frank is a friend of ours, um, used to run an archery shop that all three of us used to go to, so we got to know Frank over the years. Uh, so Frank comes on, and we talk about different bow setups for whitetail compared to elk, um, just kind of talk about each one of our setups and how we do things and help you kind of compare what you do to what we do so hopefully you get some good information we go down quite a few rabbit holes and kind of talk about all kinds of stuff so hope you enjoy the show this is the missouri woods and water podcast All right, welcome to the show. Uh, we've got a good one today. We've got a full house. We've got both Andy and Micah with us today. And our guest today is Frank Iupa. Uh, Frank is a uh, really smart archery type of guy. Um, we all knew Frank from uh, his days back at um, Evolved Archery when he ran that shop. So, um, Frank, what's going on, man? Not much. How you guys been? Pretty good. Good, buddy. Good. Doing good. good Thanks good. for coming on today, dude. Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, so, so people can kind of get 
um, to know you a little bit. Why don't you introduce yourself, uh, let us know what you do for a living if you want, yep. and then what should I ask him? What's your favorite thing about the Missouri outdoors? We'll just go with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. My name's Frank, obviously, and uh, I'm a uh, territory sales manager for McCormick Tractors. Um, so if anybody needs a food plot tractor, let me know. Boom. Uh, You're the guy to go to. We, we know a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no. But uh, but prior to that, you know, I spent, you know, five years managing a evolved archery at the pro shop there. Um I shoot a lot of archery competitively, and well, I grew up hunting, so uh, with a bow. But uh, and that's how it kind of led me into the competitive side. I wanted to shoot my bow a little more than just at deer and right. turkeys and things like that. So, um, it ended up in 3D, but um, a little bit of indoor stuff like that. But that's not my favorite. I like to shoot foam animals, <laughs> but yeah. uh, they don't move. Yeah, pretty nice. Nice. They don't <laughs> jump anything. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, for for the, my favorite part of the Missouri outdoors, that's it's tough because I like to do just about all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I hike the trails and the state parks, uh, but that's mostly to get ready for elk season. You know, I put my pack on and go. Uh, but um, no, I'd say archery hunting whitetails. It's my favorite for Missouri. Uh, I'm just if I can bow hunt anything, it doesn't matter what it is. I want to do it. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's kind of how we all are, and we'll get into I think. Hopefully, if we have time, we'll get into some of the 3D stuff because oh, yeah. Missouri has a lot of options. Oh, man, you can shoot every weekend. Yeah, you really Literally. can. And yeah, that's, yeah. you know. Um, well, it's been a little different this year with the yeah, right, yeah, sure. like that. But you still, I mean, if you look hard enough, you can definitely mm-hmm. find a shoot. There's stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And right now, there, there's a lot more getting ready to start. I was just looking at this morning, actually. And I think July uh, really starts kicking off almost every weekend from July through August. It seemed like there's something. Well, and everybody's cramming their schedule into a shorter period now because they still want to get their shoots in. You, you know, got a lot of options. That's revenue. I mean, if the club's not making money, it's not a club anymore. Right. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So we'll get into that, I think, hopefully, uh, too. But. A lot of people were asking us about bow setups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we thought this would be a perfect episode. First person I thought of was you yep. Uh, yep. on yeah. this. And, you know, I think one good thing is, you know, each of us can kind of talk about what we do. And the thing everybody should know is not any two people are going to do stuff the same way. Oh, no. Each each one of us is probably going to say something different about mm-hmm. what we do for whitetail, yeah. what we do for elk, because all four of us elk hunt as well. Mm-hmm. But I think this can give the listener an idea of, you know, if they're looking to to have a, a setup for both, you know, maybe they don't have the time or money to have a different setup for both animals or yeah. they don't really want to mess with it, you know, which is kind of like a guy like me. I don't really want to mess with the two because I don't necessarily have all the time in the world to yeah. get both so set up the way I want. part of it. Yeah, you know, I would love to have that stuff, time, yeah. right? That being said, I, I still kind of stick with it real close together, right. but... So we'll we'll talk about that, and I think that'll give a lot of people. We'll, you know, we can talk about what bows we shoot, um, mm-hmm. our arrows, our broadheads, just kind of a little yep. bit of everything. And I think that'll give people a good idea of what, absolutely, you know, what it is that we at least do. Mm-hmm. And by no means are we, you know, the Bible. Yep. But <laughs> no. hey, it's what we do. <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening to this show, it's what we do. I so mean, look, it is what it is. There well, is a thousand ways to skin a cat. Yeah, exactly yeah. Right. And, and literally. Being in a pro shop, I've got to handle just about everybody's bow, everybody's arrow, all the broadheads. They're all making good stuff. Sure. Like, the, you just got to put it together the correct way. Yeah. You yeah. know, not every combination works, but that's doesn't mean it wasn't quality to begin with. So. And, bro, you can get on, you can go on, on these Facebook groups and people get knocked down drag out fights oh, yeah. about oh, yeah. their broadheads, 
Um, I mean, FOC is a totally crazy mm. subject right now, yep. which you know is, I, I agree I'm with a lot, a lot of, it. of it. Sure, so, and yeah. it makes and it makes sense. Um, I mean, people get in big old fights, and you know, a lot of the stuff it all works. It's what works for you, right? Yep. Um, so let's just start with you, since you're our guest. Okay. I yep. am. What is that movie? I am your host, and you are my guest. What are your pleasures? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, hey, you, well, oh, you don't boy. want to know some of it because it's kind of <laughs> yeah. It's kind of yeah. what do you yeah. like to do? <laughs> yeah. Anybody that knows what that means, we'll, we'll stop right there. <laughs> let's play chess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so what you, yeah, what bow yeah. are you shooting right now? Um, so I've shot, you know, I shot Matthews for five years, and uh, this year Elite came out with that Cure, mm-hmm. and that bow is the most tunable thing that I've ever had my hands on. It's incredible. You can make that bow shoot wrong arrows, right arrows. It doesn't matter. It has all the adjustability. You can have limb stops, cable stops. You know, you, it has the uh, set technology in the limb pick pockets. Mm-hmm. So that's actually, so instead of having a yoke that you tune your left and right, you know, things out of with, it has the limb pocket actually shifts. Um, oh, wow. It, and it puts it in, like tilts it. It doesn't actually shift it side to side. It tilts it at an angle. It's amazing. Nice. Um, the easiest tuning bow I've ever had my hands on. It's pretty fast. It's really quiet. Um, I does it come in different axle to axle links? Uh, like? Not this year. So no, they so they have the result, which is a thirty eight inch bow, uh, but that's their target bow. Uh-huh. Um, the, the, my this, size, yeah, yeah this is <laughs> thirty two inches, um, and it you know they it it's crazy tunable. I, I I can't say that enough. It's it really is. Does um, it shoot left handed arrows? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe. Might have to try it. I left left helical for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, so so I picked that bow up. It, as soon as I saw what it was, I was like, okay, I've been waiting for something like this for a really nice. long time. You can adjust the holding weight on it. You know, Colorado, which is where I spent a lot of time in right. the fall, uh, 80% let off rule. So yeah. you can have 90% let off from Missouri or put it at 80. Heck, I think it's 65% is the low end. Okay. I mean, so it's got a huge variety what, there. What was the name of it again? It's the Elite Cure. Elite okay. Cure. Yep. Huh. Yep. And so so I'm shooting that bow this year. Um, my setup with that is, like, you know, I shoot a Victory Arrow, uh, the RIP TKOs, um, and the Ethics Archery inserts on the front of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of front of center on that arrow. Just the inserts alone weigh 120 grains. Um, but I'm shooting a stiff arrow, so it breaks it down some. What, you, what is your spine on your arrows? 300 spines. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so sh- what? what is your draw length then? Uh, like so technical it's not just you know one easy number it's yeah. uh 29 and like nine sixteenths. okay so, so decently long draw uh-huh, i mean yeah you know pretty yep. pretty long at least for a guy like me yeah, yeah seven inches <laughs> a little shorter than me so yeah. i got this some advantage on you so what is your arrow what do you weigh in the arrow weighs 505 grains okay um and it does like 273 so it's not smoking fast, but it's not it's slow. It's still moving. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's not For slow. For 500 plus grain arrow, yeah. it's still yeah. going that yep. fast. And last year I shot, you know, a 546 grain arrow or something like that. And it was just a shade slower than I want to be. Um, it was in the 260s. Yeah. I I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just wanted to be a little faster, just a little, even though that's not much. It's still, that's and it's something. You can probably give me some good information on That's what I've always struggled with because I do, I'm a 27 inch draw. Actually, mm-hmm. it's not even quite 27. Um, it's like 26, <laughs> seven, eight. Some, some change. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a short dude <laughs> and uh, with short arms. And so I've always struggled with my, my arrow weight. And I've gotten to the point now where at least I'm at 450 or so grains. I think I'm a little shy of that. Yep. Um, and, but at only 450 grains, I'm only shooting 273, which 
is plenty fast, oh, yeah. right? That's okay. But if I go up to like, let's say, you know, 510 grain arrow, what am I dropping down to speed-wise? That's what scares me yeah, with much it's, heavier. It's a bunch. I mean, I probably, honest to goodness, I think it's enough because my arrows weighed like 473 grains two years ago, and I pinned it, passed through that elk twice that right. I shot. Um, so full pass-throughs, both shots. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I can't imagine that you would need more. So you shooting the same, this elite cure, mm-hmm. are you shooting the same bow for whitetail and the same setup as you yep. for elk? Uh, I'm just going to change broadheads. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to run a mechanical for whitetails. I'm kind of on the fence still on that, but I might have an antelope hunt here in August. Uh, shooting mechanicals for sure for that. Um, that's going to be, uh, you what's, know. What's your reasoning for that? Yeah. They're real soft animals that doesn't take much to kill them, uh, and longer distance shots. You okay. know, we're going to be shooting. So to fly more. Yeah, yeah. True. So, so you're yeah. in that. the wind, it's not even like. Okay. A, um, I have no problems tuning my fixed blade broadheads. They they fly great. All sure. I mean, out to 100, 110 yards. That being said, crosswind really screws with them. Uh, that's where I really see the the, the big advantage to a mechanicals crosswind. Uh, so yeah, I think that I'm going to shoot. I'm on the fence still. Uh, I think I'm going to shoot either the uh, the G5 Dead Meats or the uh, the Levi Morgan, that Schwacker, the blue one, the new one yeah. that just came out. I shot a couple deer with those last year, and they were awesome. They did a really good job, so they ought to do good on antelope. I've always been scared to switch to the mechanicals just because I've always heard so many horror stories about mm. they never opened up or whatever, and yeah. so they, they've just scared me. Yeah. So. I have So I've shot – a whole lot of deer and majority of them with mechanical. I mean, the first probably 20 or so deer I shot were worth fixed blades. But I mean, since then, I mean, I've shot them all in mechanical. I've never even had one fail. I've had them fail because of me. Um, but that's not, not because it was me- not mechanical. It wasn't sound. the broadhead's fault. It right, wasn't the broadhead's right, fault. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which all happened. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so you're going to switch to fixed when you go out. To elk hunt, yeah, most I'm gonna likely. F- yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll hunt with a fixed blade. What do you uh, usually shoot on those? Um, so last year I shot the Valkyries, uh, but prior, and again, I'll probably shoot the Slick Trick Viper Tricks. That's just kind of my go-to. Um, that broadhead rocks. Yeah. Uh, penetration, it's got a really good blade angle. They're sharp. They fly mm-hmm. good. Uh, there's really not a bad thing to them. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they work. They just work. A lot uh, A lot of us, We. I mean, I shoot slick tricks as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. stuff. I moved from those. I was shooting uh, those Montex. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, G5. Yeah, the Montex yeah, G5. That's a good hit. You just got to really work it to get it sharp. Well, see, yeah. Well, it, I mean, it comes out of the box. You would you would assume coming out of the box that things should be sharp as heck, and it's <laughs> no, really not. You, no. you need to take it out of the box. You got to sharpen it. And I was getting super big groups with it and yeah i mean that could have been me personally just doing the tune-up myself it's a longer head so the, you know the aerodynamics of it are a little different than like that slick trick's a little shorter right mm-hmm. so it doesn't it's have as much surface area you know yeah. Up as yeah. Much, yeah. I mean. yeah yeah and and you know i'm currently shooting a slick trick too mm-hmm. but i'm shooting the standard oh yeah, i'd yeah, like yeah. to check out that great, viper but so the standard's a great head sure i mean the only thing that i like better about the the viper trick is the big the big cut on contact point mm-hmm um, I don't know. It's just the, the they're both fine. They yeah. really are. We're getting off a little big topic right here, but this is a I I think it's nice. Yeah, you know, because a lot of us, I probably am the one out of all three of us that have probably shot the least the the smallest amount of broadheads before. Because when usually oh, I, when I find something I like, I'm a connoisseur, right? I yeah. I stick with it. 
So once I found this slick trick, I was like, I'm good. I'm, yep. I'm done. Yep. But um, the reason we originally switched to that was I wanted to add another cutting surface. That fourth, mm-hmm. you know, yep. I, ha- I was shooting some sort of, it might have been the Montec, I can't remember. It was a three-blade three blade fixed. Yeah. And I switched to that sl- slick trick for that fourth cut. And, you know, the idea being you're kind of, yeah. you're putting an X through that animal I and like it makes too. it harder to close. Yeah, for sure. You know, even yeah. if it's just one hole. Like, I mean, you go back to a mechanical, a lot of the, the big name mechanicals these days are two blade. I still, that's why I kind of want to shoot that dead meat. It's a three blade. It has an extra blade, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's small, you know, but things happen, man. Yeah. The, I mean, deer, elk, they're all tough. They really got a strong will to live. Antelope, not so much, but the rest of them, you know. But uh, what are your thoughts on like uh, two blade, like single beveled and stuff like that? Yeah. So the mechanical advantages there on it, uh, I like it. Um, but if I'm going to shoot a two blade, it's definitely not going to be a fixed blade head. It's going to really? be mechanical, I think. Um, I don't have, I don't suffer for penetration problems. So um, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> But so yeah, like I, I just want the extra blade. I, I I think that the bleeder blade at least. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna shoot one of those single bevel blades, get one with the bleeder. Okay. You know, then yeah. I mean that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 And aren't little. you shooting? Yeah. Because basically, um, so mine is is close to a two blade, but it has a pretty good bleeder on it. I'm shooting the Dirt Nap Alpha. Oh yeah, those are uh, awesome. I'll be honest. I, I have the local companies. Yeah. Yep. They're, yep. They're Missouri based. Yeah. Yep. Hersonville, uh, I believe. Yep. Yep. I have the the slick tricks and I ran those for a little bit and I decided to try out the the dirt naps and I'm really happy they group almost identical so I actually I have both of them in my quiver and I can I mean they don't tune any differently I put them either one in there and yeah but uh, yeah that's always good I mean that's something I, I wish I was more open to different things mm-hmm. I find something that that works for me yeah. And I don't really deviate from it. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, I'd like to try that out, but I'm not going to. Oh, I'd like to try that out, but I'm not going to. You know what else? So, yeah. so I'm one. I actually, I, I really like the rages. If I only hunted whitetail, I think I would stick yeah. with the rage. They've the, killed a lot of deer. Oh, the blood trails that come from those, you can't second to none. It's like a small bomb that goes off inside the animal. <laughs> but then, because I do go, you know, we go elk hunting, and I'm always worried about that penetration, which. My draw length's 31 and a half inches, so I really probably don't. And my, I think I'm shooting 540 grain arrow. I'm sure I don't have that penetration yeah. issue that I think I do in my mind. I and don't so know. So my hunting partner, Kevin, I'm going to throw him under the bus here. Uh-oh. Um, sorry, Kevin. Yep, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Kev. Um, we'd uh, called in this bull, and before we went out there, I was like, what broad right head are you going to use? And he's like, I'm going to use these rage. I'm like, ah, I probably wouldn't do that. But he's like. That's what I'm using. I'm like, okay, good enough. <laughs> so I call on this bull. He comes across. Kevin shoots him and hit him a little forward. And that literally, it was low That's light. My biggest fear. It was right at the end of the you know shooting hours, mm-hmm. and I could see sparks come off the thing. And I was like, "That's not what you want." <laughs> this elk is made of metal. No, <laughs> no, it's not. he hit him in the shoulder, <laughs> and, and right. it just it basically just sparks flew. Probably broke the blades off. You yeah, know. yeah. It was bad deal. Not even a drop of blood. Yeah. Not, not even a little bit. Yeah, so. but, I mean, taking it back, deer and elk, they're totally different. For we, sure. Yeah. I mean, I would assume most 
even even like the iron wheels or the valkyries yeah. you, you get into that shoulder on an elk or honestly like so that. like that's, that's that's tough it is still tough uh but the valkyrie and that iron will both those two hits specifically they're designed to go through like the, i see guys shooting like legs off of elk with them that really? iron really? Right. single beveled so it's kind of meant to it's, split uh it? it's it's two two is bo- it double? Yeah, mm-hmm, okay. double bevel um but they're both made out of really good materials you yeah. know yeah they're tool steel you know I mean, they're hardened. not cheap either. Oh, no, them. they're not. Um, you know, makes you think twice about just sending one. Right. You know. Well, that's those alphas I'm shooting. I've shot two coyotes and three deer with the same broadhead. <laughs> I haven't sharpened it. Yeah. yeah. It stayed. Yeah. But, I mean, you go back edge. to that, that story, and, and like you were talking about deer and elk being different, the idea is not to shoot through a shoulder. Right. right. Even, oh, yeah. I mean, even it's if you're, worst case scenario. You know, really some of these is. guys Shot with their FOC it, is, yeah. is shooting a 620-grain arrow and whatever else, but – cool but it's still not the idea i get the the your level of error might be more potentially yeah. but i mean on a whitetail though if you shoot one in the shoulder you can still kill that deer right you shoot an elk in the shoulder it's done no, you're, it's, you're not going to kill it it's just no. you're just not you would i mean this is this isn't you know what you want to do but you'd be better off gut shooting an elk because it's gonna die right they, they put one in their shoulder. They put one in the shoulder. You, it's just not going to happen, you know. Yeah, you don't really want to do either. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, you're, yeah, but you see what you mean. It's farther back. Yeah, worst, they're both worst-case scenario. Right. But, yeah. yeah Shot placement's always key. Yep, for sure. So so what kind of, what site are you yeah, using? Yeah, I finished my setup here. Uh, so I'm running the CB uh, Engage Hybrid. So it is. It's a hybrid-type site. It's a three-pin, and it slides. So okay. My guy. Yep, yep, yep. So I run that thing uh, 25, 35, 45. Um in my bottom pin's my adjuster. I always yeah. think, you know, it's the one that I'm going to need for the furthest distance. Um, works good for me. It really does. Uh, works good for whitetail and elk. I don't change sights. Um, that CB has a side plates. Um, the sight tapes are screwed on, so mm-hmm. it's not sticky tape. Oh, nice. Well, that's that's nice. kind of nice. Oh, man, it is. It, they they kind of changed the game there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Excel makes the site that does the same thing, but nobody else that I know of is putting metal site tapes on their bows. No, the, I mean, we'll, um, we'll get to mine, I guess, but mine, yeah. mine's pretty high dollar and I would like that. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Do the, does that come standard? Yeah. Or do just, you? Nope. It comes with it. Yeah. So it's got however many. Different... It comes with 15 or 16 plates. Okay. So. Yeah. Cause usually yeah. like when you buy like an HHA. Yeah. yeah. Handful and of honestly, it. you know, I've killed a lot of deer with an HHA. There's nothing wrong with that site. That being said. It wouldn't be my first choice for elk where you're, you just never know, you know, right. it could be at 20 yards right now. And right now it's at 50, you know, mm-hmm. like that fast boom, boom. because mm-hmm. they move and that I mean, quickly crazy amount. Yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of speeding up, but to go into my setup, I do, I shoot a single pin mm-hmm. and I've been wanting to get to that three pin. I think slider. It's, it's a nice I, medium. It, yeah, exactly. Cause I don't, I, I mean, I shot a five pin for shoot. I don't know, seven, eight mm-hmm. years and stuff. But once I switched to that single, I I really like the fact that my my sight housing is not cluttered up with all those pins. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I don't like looking through the rake either. Yeah. You know, that's the reason I went to a single pin oh, 15 or so years ago. And then when I started elk hunting, that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to need some more pins. Get some yeah. options yeah. here. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and eventually I will. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's not in the cards this year just for fact, heck, we're leaving in what, a month, two months? Almost a little over two months, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. over two months. So I mean, I just don't think I'm gonna have the yep. time to get it all set up and ready to go for, with a three pin slider. So I'm just gonna make do. But yeah, I mean, eventually that's what I want to go with. Yep. Yeah. It's good medium. 
So let's think. I mean, we got we got your pretty much your setup there. Uh, you I run release. a tight spot quiver. Oh, yeah, there you yeah. quiver. Yeah. Um, it's just a nice quiver. I mean, a lot of people make good quivers. Like though, a so. five arrow. Or? It is a five arrow. Yeah, yeah, and it just fits right up snug against my bow. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I am running a QAD. Uh, that's the. This will be the first time I've ran a QAD. Rest. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. I normally run a limb driven rest like a Hamsky okay. or an AE, like uh, one of those. Um, but this year I'm going to run a QAD. It just, I ordered it with my bow. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's the Elite QAD, anyways. Uh, and um, yeah, I have the Elite, or the, not the Elite, sorry, the CB Torx stabilizers on it. I think that's everything. How about right. your release? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, true ball blade. I'm shooting a thumb button. Okay. I've been shooting a hinge for, um, I don't know, I've, I've deer hunted with a hinge, elk hunted with a hinge for like five years now. And uh, I like it. I started, so this is, we're going to go off on a little tangent here. That's okay. This, I, this show is about tangents. I started, <laughs> I don't hunt out of a tree stand anymore when I'm whitetail hunting. Uh, I started hunting out of a saddle. Oh, I was going, okay, I yeah, saddle. I saw that. I love it. I, I want oh to try goodness. it. So, it. I mean, you is, have no idea how bad I want to try it. It is game changing don't do this frank crazy <laughs> like, you know how much money i have sitting out there right now and oh so do I. I had like <laughs> three just, millenniums two lone wolves and like four xops that i just i'm like okay they gotta go i'll take those xops yeah they're gone uh, <laughs> so but anyways so i started hunting with this saddle and the, the, my downside was is that i shoot a hinge and being so close to the tree because it keeps you facing the tree and the right. tree between you and the deer all the way up until you shoot the deer. That's what's awesome. Like, you can keep the tree. They literally walk right past you, and as long as you walk your way around the tree, they don't pick you up, really. Right. It's not nearly like when you're sitting on a whitetail. Well, and it's a natural. A tree you almost look like a, a, a branch. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look yeah. nearly. I mean, they, I haven't been picked out hardly at all in a saddle. That being said, being so close to the tree – I noticed that I had a little harder time hooking my release up with a hinge because it's not, you know, it's just a hook. Right. And so it wouldn't, it would take nothing for me to like try to situate and then my release would come off my D loop. Um, so the whole time I was thinking, man, I sure wish I had a thumb button hanging on my D loop. I didn't have to, you know, then you ain't got to mess with it at all until you get ready to draw. You just grab your release and draw. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a index finger kind of guy at all. So, yeah. Um, I've been wanting to try a thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and actually, yeah. our buddy Pat, uh, Micah, myself, and Pat went on a uh, 3D shoot in where'd we go? Sedalia. Yeah. It was past Sedalia, but I think it might have been a Sedalia State Fair Archery. Yeah, yeah, was. that's over there by Smithen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And um, we got done for the day, and, and Pat shoots a thumb release, and he let us try his out on just on that little, you know, yeah, range, little yeah. Practice, kind of yeah. practice range. And uh, I liked it. I did yeah. too. I'm I just I'm sitting here like I don't want to change something right now. Right before. Yeah. You know how I just told so, you guys how so I, I So the reason I don't shoot an index finger and I don't own one and I won't own one, I mean, is I, there was a day where I had target panic beyond belief, you mm-hmm. know, and I just couldn't get on target. I'd freeze up below it, you know, and I'd, I'd go to a 3D shoot and I'd lose all my arrows. I mean, that's not even a joke. Crazy. Wow. Like, mm. that's was, a real deal. I mean, I was a lot of people. really yeah. bad. And this was before I even started shooting competition at all, but I'd go to a 3D t- shoot or two a year. Um, but and that wasn't even enough, you know. Buying a half dozen arrows a week wasn't even enough to to make you change. To, to make me change, one hundred and twenty dollars I dropped but a week on arrows. I had a deer come through, and he was like at seven yards, and I couldn't get the pin on him. Oh wow! And so I'm like, and eh, nineteen or twenty at this point in time in my life, and uh, I just yanked it and fired it, 
just like, no. And it goes off, and I hit him, like, right in the hips. Mm. And I was like, this is. So I hung my bow up, and he run off, and I was sick. I was like, I'm never doing this again if I can't shoot an animal clean. Right. I just won't. I'm not going to do it. Um, so I get down, and I hit the formal I was dumb luck. He was piled up, like, 50 yards away. Um, Sometimes it's better to be lucky than yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that was the case. But so I got home. I stripped my bow down. I bought a hinge off of Archery Talk. Archery Talk was just getting going back mm-hmm. then, you know. And I bought this hinge and I started shooting it blank bail because that's what people told you to do. Uh, and it's the right, it was the right thing to do. I came back and I started shooting only a hinge for like 10 years. And I'm telling you that I went from being a really bad shot, even whenever I didn't have target panic with my index finger, it wasn't a good shot. I was hmm. not, I mean, I could keep it in a like six inch group or something. It, changed i mean changed my life as far as archery goes you know it turned me into somebody that could shoot a bow a little bit yeah yeah Yeah. that's crazy i mean i learned a lot about my shot this year from um i got my bow restrung this year uh doug hutchison oh yeah doug's a great guy yeah he's awesome since frank quit us (laughs) (laughs) yep and uh doug taught me uh, he had me shoot in front of him and he taught me a few things that i didn't realize i was doing wrong yeah and one thing was and i knew i I punched Mm -hmm. a little bit but i've never had what you would call quote unquote target panic. Yeah. So he taught me. Yeah. If you can and, control and it, that's one sh- thing, yeah. but I couldn't control it. <laughs> I still shoot an index finger, but he taught me you can use that index finger as a hinge. Absolutely. And you just keep creeping back. And the pressure that you're putting on the, on the strings is what's going to release that arrow, not your finger. Yep. And that's, that's changed a lot. And I changed my, my uh, release also, but I try. So I, I, I've tried that whenever I first, like back then I tried that. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to, put a lot of pressure on this and I'm going to pull, pull, pull till it fires. Mm-hmm. I could do it until there was something in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then it just, all, and then all I was over. back to slapping it, yep. you know? So that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I hope I don't. It's totally mental, man. That. It really is. Hey, don't, you don't want it. You I don't know? want it. No, you uh, don't want it. Yeah. So. I've heard, I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I've struggled with it before, but it's, it's, I've never shot bad enough where it's made me switch. I want to switch on my own cord just because mm-hmm. I think it will make me, I mean, I'm yeah. a decent shot. I don't, I'm not, you know, terrible by any means, but I think I could get better. Yeah. I mean, yep. so I think that's one of the things I'm going to try is a thumb. I was yep. planning on going with the thumb. Well, since you're talking right now, let's talk about your setup. Okay. We um, got, I mean, we got everything for you, right? I mean, yeah, can I think we, so. we think anything else? So that's a, a sweet setup. I mean, yeah, I, I, like I don't need much. to look into that elite because I'm mean, at well, some point I'm going to have to switch bows, yep. but so Micah, what, uh, well, what are you shooting? Talking about it. I mean, whenever I went out and shot bows, whenever I just, I shot I, my first bow was an old ass PSE. I think it was like a Fireflight or something like that, like with like three inches too long on the draw. <laughs> but anyways, I was able to uh, before we went on our first elk hunt. I told my wife I was like, I need to get a new bow. You know, I mean, she, yes, she wasn't, she wasn't happy about that. No, she was not. She thought it was just going to be the price she paid for the tag. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there was another thousand dollars yeah she's like who the hell is this frank Ayupa guy <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm spending all my money yeah but yeah well anyway so i went around the and your sh- list is long yeah yep. I, yep. I shot a, I shot a few bows i shot a few elites and elite was going to be my backup mm-hmm. but i shot the triax oh yeah the matthews triax and I mean, I like it. I, yep. I I like the bow. I shoot good with it. And there's nothing wrong with that bow. No, no, it, it's a good one. And uh, the only thing that I'm disappointed is the camo pattern. I wish I would have waited for the charcoal. <laughs> yeah. But that was like when it yeah, first came out. And I, awesome. I, I I messaged you or something. I was like, which one? Which one do you have? Because nobody had them in stock. And he's like, you told me. 
and whatever. I'm like, okay, I'll just take it. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm not waiting any longer. Yep. You know, season's coming. So I, I bought, I got the Triax. I'm shooting it. I, I'm a 28 and a half inch draw. It's fast bow too. It is. I was, uh, well, when I came and uh, what did we do? But it was shooting 291, I believe. Mm-hmm. With your hunting arrow? Yeah, yeah with good. my hunting arrow. Yep. And I shoot a Trophy Ridge uh, single pin. I think it's the Pro. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a trio, or not a, it's a React Pro. Yeah, not React a Pro. Yep. React Pro, single pin. And, uh, shoot, I can't even remember what what uh, drop away rest I have right now. Yeah, I'm not going to remember mine either. I know what it looks like. I don't know. You put, <laughs> you put it on, Frank. You remember that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no. I can't. So we it, should probably just have it, Frank explain our bow set. <laughs> no, <laughs> But no, yeah, I mean it's similar to the QAD. I don't think it's a QAD. It was another. It was another style. Yeah. I for some reason, that's uh, leaving me. But as far as arrow setups, uh, Black Eagle Rampages mm-hmm. times three. By the way, when we get yeah. to all of ours, yeah, yeah, times three. We all shoot the Black Eagles. Yeah, they make good stuff. Yeah, and uh, Slick Trick uh, Broadheads. Yeah. Standard. So, yep. I mean, I'm doing. You know, I shoot pretty good. What is your arrow weight? Uh, what are you thinking? You're at. I'm around the 450 range. I'm still. I'm not too much off of you or Russell. I mean, we all kind of got pretty close to the Similar. same arrows. Yeah. Yeah. So, which I mean, I thought about the switch and maybe going with a heavier broadhead or something. Maybe going with a 125. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. Haven't messed with it. Haven't had the time to mess with it as much as I usually do this year. I mean, it sounds like your arrow weight's plenty good. I don't, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I've taken it out to Colorado. I haven't. I've drew back on elk. I haven't shot an elk yet, <laughs> but I mean, as far as elk or whitetail goes, I've never had any problems at all. Yeah, you know. So that's I. You know, I went hog hunting this year, uh, like in April, maybe, and uh, my arrows were blowing through them like skipping off the rocks and behind them like really? 20 yards oh and, man they were gone and i would think and a little too much kinetic <laughs> energy and i would think i mean because uh pigs also they got that huge you know, bone or whatever they say that but i shot them right in it really like, and you gonna, still well, didn't right have through. any problems oh, yeah. not even a little bit really yep. okay that's awesome well and i mean this this foc thing has got me really intrigued yep. big time but it's i think it's one of them deals where you almost have to I wouldn't be against making changes, but it's if something's working for you, yeah. Why, why change? mess with it? Well, you know. Now, being said, I haven't killed an elk either, so yeah. you know. So I have that. I've taken other people's um, trials and tribulations, and then kind of made changes. Yep. Right. Like uh, I went to the the four blade uh, slick trick uh, based on some stuff that happened with elk. Yeah. Um, and switched it on my on my whitetail setup too. So it's I don't know. It's it's one of them deals where I want to give it a shot, but you go spend how much money on new arrows oh, I know. and new inserts? It can and, be ridiculous. And then you go, oh, I don't like this. Oh, you or know, I, you know. And that's whenever I built these arrows. I, luckily, I got the sweet hookup on the Victory stuff. Um, that being said, I still had to buy the broadheads and full right. price and the <laughs> ethics archery inserts at full price. That I so whenever I built these arrows. I was like, I'm going to see how bad to the bone these things really are. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because I built them for worst case. You know, if you hit an elk in the shoulder, that's what I built them for. Yeah. And so I went out and I shot a two by four on purpose at 20 yards and it blew through it. And I was Man, like, you got more balls than me or a bigger checkbook than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It blew through it. And I, I was like, that's impressive. Yeah. And I took it over and put it on the spinner and the thing spun perfect still. It's like, 
That's, that's the one. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> there's a reason right. why they're that expensive. I yep. mean, I think. So what are those? What do you get? Three? Is it three, three? for a hundred? Yeah, three yeah. for a hundred. I think that's similar to the iron wheels and stuff. Yeah, like they're that. same price. Yeah, I mean, yeah. super expensive, but in a lot of things, you get what you pay for. Yeah, in yep. those things. You yeah, know. yeah. And they flew good. All right, yeah. so so back to you though. Yep, sorry. Um, no, that's all right. Uh, what uh, quiver? Um, I don't even know what quiver. Re- release. I have, What's your release? What are you shooting? Uh, Scott Scott release. Oh, it's yeah. just a simple. I actually got it. I bought Amy a youth bow a while back. It was off like a Facebook market page or something like that. And it came with a release and I was shooting a Walmart, Walmart trigger release. I mean, and, but I went to that and I took the Scott and I got her, her own release. And I mean, it does fine. Like I said, I right. mean, I, sh- I can't complain because I mean, I'm accurate out to 60 yards. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. not shooting a, you know, Copenhagen can every time, but I mean, I'm pretty accurate. So it's kind of hard to switch that setup. But that being said, I do every once in a while I'll have a flyer here or there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I want to kind of switch it up. Oh, man, as if far that as... kind of distance, it could just be anything. It really, you know. Right. Oh, I mean, we've learned so much about, you know, your, your spine, yeah. you know, finding your spine on arrows. I mean, you could have that, just that one that is yeah. a little off. Weird. I mean, yeah. you know, so, I mean, you, you talk about just flyers and stuff like that. I mean. There's a huge rabbit hole to this stuff. Like your anchor changing just ever so slightly, you know, your, your nose being on one side of the string or just in the middle of the string, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff matters. And, and you know, your bubble on your level, you know, it doesn't matter at 20 yards really, but it matters a heck of a lot at 60. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a little side hill. Um, you know, this this is all stuff that, you know, if your bub- bubble's in the middle, even on that side hill, if it's a real steep side hill, you're still going to get some drop out the one side. You need to bubble into the hill. Um, that's all stuff that, you know, people don't just know, you know. And to be uh, honest, I've never thought about it until you yeah, just said yeah, it. But actually, yeah. that makes, makes a sense. lot of sense. Yeah. It's shit you don't even think about when you're yeah. shooting sometimes For either. sure. I, oh, man. I, I remember when I got my bow first tuned by uh, Doug. Yeah. I was shooting. I'm like, why the hell am I having to put my sight so far left? I kept missing left, you know, just kind of getting stuff back set up. I didn't even realize I was digging. Your nose in? Uh, in, mm-hmm. yeah. And I didn't even realize it until I'm like, nose wait a minute. Bomar has nowadays. Yeah. A uh, little, little prickly thing. It won't let you mess up. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that's a good setup though. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nothing oh, yeah. outrageous. You know, I'm like I said, I'm not, I think, I think we did it one time. I think it was like 14% FOC. Does that make yeah, yeah, sense or something? I, it was, I remember something around those lines. But, I mean, it's not huge curious. FOC. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, and it's always been this way, is... As long as I can hit that X, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm not worried about the FOC part of it. As sure. long as I can hit the X every time, then I'm good. Yep. I mean, but you do want to, that being said, you want to go for worst case scenario sometimes. Yep. You know, sometimes you don't want that. So what about you, Andy? What you got going on over there? Um, A 412-inch draw. <laughs> I actually just changed bows this year. I just got a new Athens Archery uh, Ridge 34. Um, I have a 31 and a half inch draw length on that. And so I'm shooting the, the rampage, uh, bike eagle rampage as well. Uh, you're at 250 spine, right? I'm at the 250 spine. Yeah. I went ahead and went a little stiffer since I was a longer arrow. I could just go stiffer as well. Uh, I'm That's basically, I take my, <laughs> <laughs> I take my full length arrow and, and subscribe. <laughs> I, I just cut off enough length for the, the outsert. Uh-huh. And that's basically, I'm pretty much shooting <laughs> full the full length, length arrow. Yeah. Uh, arrow weight's like at 5'4", 
forty, I think. I mean, I'm I'm up there. I could honestly probably. And that's with shooting a hundred grain. That's a hundred grain broadhead. I mean, not doing anything extra just because you have such a long arrow. Five grain insert, I think, and a hundred grain broadhead. Uh, I like. I think we all have all do building your own arrows. I like. Yeah, fletching them, and it's just fun just to mess with. Yeah. Uh, Most of the like, I think you guys all have uh, the. The boning uh, blazers. Oh, that's one thing we yeah we yeah the the veins. I, I have the heats. Yeah, you've got the uh, heats. I don't just like them. Uh, See, it's the same thing for me. I've been shooting blazer veins since I've started shooting, and I've never had problems with them. Yeah, so and, why change? Yeah, uh, you know these AE maxes and all I this stuff. I want to try. Stuff, yeah. I'm like, eh, I w- I would love to, but these little guys work for me, and I'm gonna keep putting them on. Mm-hmm. Yep. So is that what you shooting, Frank? Is an AAE veins? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've been hunting with the uh, their stealth vein. Mm-hmm. Um, I hunted with the stealth max for two or three years. Love them. They're real quiet. Uh, then they came out with the hybrid, which are almost foolproof. I mean, you could almost lick them and stick them on. I mean, they really are just that easy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you got to prep the maxes. They're made out of a different mm-hmm. material. They're, I mean, a little more particular. You got to use a primer pen and that if you don't there they'll fly off they they won't but that being said they're a fantastic vein and once they're on they're on forever <laughs> yippee yeah they <laughs> are you, know. you doing four um, uh not with the stealth okay um, three well I, I like the pro max as well that's their little shorter taller kind of like a blazer mm-hmm. uh and then i run that four um so cool yeah and All i run right. a pretty hard left helical um just about as much as i can wrap around the arrow oh yeah yep that makes sense Yep. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Back to you, Andy. Yep. So oh, just man. when you said that, that made me think. Oh, it was a good, good thing to yeah. tell, ask yeah. people. Um, I rest. I believe is a, is it Virtus Vir- Virtus Virtus? Yeah. 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 The yeah. HHA rest. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A um, lot like the QAD, almost identical, pretty much. Yep. Um, drop away. Uh, my re- release. I'm shooting the same release pad as actually that you tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, it's a cheaper. The guy at Cabela's, I think. Yeah. Um, Thumb release. Thumb release, yeah. Yep. I was shooting a, a true ball, which I'm trying to get comfortable with this thumb release. I'm not quite there. I'm used to the wrist release with the index finger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see benefits of that thumb release. I don't know. Oh, I can too. I like, I, I like messing with it. Shooting pads, I could see it. I mean, yeah. I only shot it twice, and I'm like, eh, this makes sense. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, but I'm hard-headed. Yeah. And then I'm running a spot hog, um, fast eddy. Uh, three oh, yeah. pin slider. I like it. That's I, a good one. I really like it. I mean, it's that thing. I I feel like I could honestly drop it on the ground and pick yeah. it up and Spot comfortable. It's still like a tank. it really is. It yeah. is. But with that being said, they're super heavy. That's like I feel like my <laughs> bow is so top heavy because of the, you know all that. I have to add some counterweight. I need to add. I'm not happy with my stabilizer at the moment, but my stabilizer isn't really a true stabilizer. It's the Tacticam. I use the ta- <laughs> oh, it's a camera. I, yeah. I'm using the camera. Uh, I use the Tacticam stabilizer i like filming my hunts and just what are how heavy that is compared to like a, a i got a bee stinger on my boat. i need to try yeah, it you know because the tacticam camera is not very heavy right uh so it shouldn't be too bad i don't know I, that's one thing i want to change and is kind of change that setup somehow and maybe go to like a clamp for the yeah, tacticam and not the clamp actual to like a or be to the, the right yeah. yeah a bar yeah. i think that's how russell runs his tacticam is it's clamped clamps to his, his stabilizer and i think yeah. he had what I don't know. There, there's a couple different ways to do it, of course. Uh, but, yes, for the most part, that's mine. I was shooting uh, a bear uh, anarchy before that and uh, switched to the the Athens. 
couple friends had them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we were at that 3D shoot, and uh, uh, well, the guy from Flatlanders was shooting one behind us. Yeah. And you could just hear it. I thought, I don't know. It sounded fast, looked fast, looked cool. So I started, <laughs> so I I started, I started researching <laughs> a little bit, and seems like a pretty solid company. I mean, yeah. they're, so I don't know. Giving them a try this year, and I, I did something different, and I attempted to set this one up myself. Um, Thanks, Frank. Yep. Yeah, thanks, Frank. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, once again, if you can't tell, we all went to Frank for yeah. to set up our bows. Uh, so I just decided to try it, and I watched a few YouTube videos. And by far, not perfect by any means, but it uh, shoots. It shoots, and and it's um, fun. I mean, it was I working on your own shit. On it, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it gets. I mean, I I have so much, so many plans back here in the backside of my my basement. They're going to have a press and a drawboard. And yeah, I'll, I've already been pricing presses, which <laughs> yeah. aren't cheap. No. Well, damn. I'm actually going to try to make my own. Uh, I've been looking at homemade. I'm, I'm a tight ass. Yeah. I made my own kind of vice <laughs> yeah. with some clamps and which I don't know if I'd recommend that, but <laughs> <laughs> I got some levels some things going on there. Ducked but, when, uh, I, when I started, you know. Uh, got a square. My, my plan, here's my plan. It's not done by any means. I got a square tubed uh, trailer jack. Yeah. And I've looked, I mean, if you go on to Google, you can Google it and you can find plans for yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not saying you got a welder handy. And I do. I mean, I have welders available. I have yeah. the equipment available. The, the to only do thing it. that's ter- tricky. Cause so I've, I've looked into it before I bought my press. Um, I have a last chance, but before that, like the fingers, mm-hmm. like yeah. getting those last chance type fingers, you know, there's people out there that are making them for you. So you got to buy them still. Right. Uh, but, you got to have them. I got I mean, a buddy who has a CNC machine. I'm really hoping yeah, so I can you, talk him into it. I haven't you could I snag asked one him or make, have him, you know, you know, mock up something that looks mm-hmm. real similar. That would, it would work. When I buy my press, you can just borrow it. Oh, perfect. Which, okay, now we're going down a rabbit hole, but screw it. What what press do you use, Frank? Well, I, so at the shop or whatever What's, I what's there, your favorite thing to use? I mean, what is oh, your preference? Yeah, yeah, yeah if you yeah, could yeah. pick one. Um, so I have a last chance. That's what I have at home. Um, it's fine. It works great. Mm-hmm. It does everything it needs to do. Um, that being said, the spike press by ATC archery tooling company is way better, hmm. but it's also way more, way expensive. more expensive. Um, yeah, the draw board and the, the press, they are phenomenal. They really are. Yeah. Um, you can do so much with them. I mean, just, I won't, I won't tell them. Well, I will tell myself a draw board. I have plans in my mind for that as well. It involves <laughs> a two by six, <laughs> A boat winch. So, well, <laughs> and, Andy's going to die. Work. And some screws. So my first draw board was even probably worse than that, honestly. I had, you know, the beams in the basement holding it up. I put an eye bolt in the top and an eye bolt in the bottom. And yep. I bought one of those stupid rodeo r- <clears throat> ratchets and <laughs> drew my bow with it and had a little turnbuckle in it. Yeah. So I could draw just fine-tune yep. it once I got real close. And it worked. That's what's <laughs> addicting about archery is you – it's perfectly fine going to a pro shop and having your guys do your stuff for you, you know. And yeah, you know. So here, I mean, here, but it's also really fun to absolutely. start it is. dicking with your own stuff. And and here's where you guys are just about ready to get into. Okay, and it's how I started. Whenever I I, I knew that there was some more performance in these bows, and I just there was no bow shops around. They're like, oh, that looks close enough. I'm like, nah, no, no, it's not. I'm not you here know, for close little, enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's where I ended up. Like, okay, I'm just do it myself. And that's where you guys are. You know, there's, you know, you just don't have a shop here handy now. Uh, sorry. And, uh, <laughs> what and a so, dick. So, so you need, <laughs> need to learn to do it yourself now. And I mean, and that's where I started. So yeah. that's, yeah. I mean, 
Just full circle. I don't even know how we like got into fletching our arrows first. That's really what started it. Is yeah, it's because it's cheaper. No, Mr. Cabela's is the one that got us into that because when we started going to Colorado archery elk hunting, uh-huh. Russell was going to build arrows. And it, That's right, I say yeah. it was. Russell did build arrows. And honestly, we all still use his fletching jig, which I had. No, for I got my own. Oh, you bought oh, his. I, I used his for something. <laughs> Sorry, Russell. I gave it back finally. Well, and I, I see what's cool about that is you, you have these memories because I remember oh, yeah. the first time we all fletched together. We had a little fletching party upstairs in my kitchen. We, like, came God, we screwed it up so bad. And <laughs> I, I broke his freaking Arizona, um, what the Arizona Easy Fletch. Oh, yeah. I see those. First time I used it, I, I gunked the thing up uh-huh. and started cussing and threw stuff and <laughs> got cranky. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time we ever did stuff. And like six of the nine arrows I tried garbage yeah <laughs> you know and then you just you do it again you're like all right and then you figure out a bits and burgers so much better i mean yeah. there, there's so much <laughs> there's so many youtube videos out there yeah. where i mean you don't really have an excuse if you want to try it get on youtube you can yeah. definitely learn yeah. sure so but and, i mean be prepared to mess up it's gonna happen yeah, yeah. Sure. don't be scared i mean i still you know i'll have one where i didn't do it the way i wanted it and one thing i'm going to change this year we'll get back to you i'm sorry andy this I'm is done. like i said this I'm, is a rabbit I'm, hole we're on you now I'll, I I use wraps right now, mm. and you know you'll get around, and let's say you're on your third. I shoot three uh, veins. Mm-hmm. Get to your third one, and you don't like the way it adhered or something. Yeah, because the you're whole ripping wrap. it all off. Yeah, because that wrap just you, you want to know a secret to this. I would love it. Okay, go down here to the vinyl wrap store that uh-huh. makes signs like Gator Graphics there in Warrensburg, mm-hmm. something like that, and just buy a sheet of your favorite color paper cutter. And make your own. There's your wraps. There's your wraps. And here's the deal. The overlap sucks, right, with the factory ones? Mm-hmm. You can cut them to whatever width you want to where they don't overlap or they just barely overlap. You don't have that problem anymore. That's nice. Yeah. I had been ordering. Little and, tech tip, 2000. <laughs> Pro tip, 14 niner. Yep. <laughs> and, I, and I like, I've, we've been buying our stuff from One Stringer, which uh-huh. is another yeah, Missouri yeah. company. Yep. And, you know, I like them. But it's just, you know, when you adhere that vein really well, you're pulling it off. You're going to pull that wrap with it yep, a lot of times. Sure. So then, then you redo yeah. everything. The cool thing about being able to use like uh, vinyl places, is you can get reflective. Reflective is Ooh, so much cool. cooler. Yeah. I think one stringer. I mean, that, They've they, got them. They do that too. And you can yeah. also pick your arrow, like the arrow you have, and they kind of help you with circumference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yep. yeah. my 250 spine, the reason I know this 250 spine was a little different circumference. Sure. Because it's thicker wall. Mm-hmm. Than, yep. than your old, yep. uh, the 300 spines. But, uh, but it, it's still like even ours. I don't know about yours, but barely overlaps yep. you know mm-hmm. just yep. a tiny bit yep. a little bit where you could you know if you make your own you get it to where it yep you know and you, you don't have to worry about that but depends how much time you have i'd love to do that the it next time i do some i've got like four arrows i need to refletch right now i'm gonna do them without a wrap and just see i don't wrap mine oh well and it I makes so much sense i did all these beautiful white on whites this year and i'm like oh this is cool and i went outside first time i shot second arrow Right through one of my veins, and now I got to redo the whole yeah, damn thing. All of it, because <laughs> when well, I pull it off, it's going to pull that. Nate's rap. bragging right now because he, I shot. It was group close it was enough. Freaking, I shot my vein off, dude. It was twenty it, yards. Yeah, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was twenty yards. But uh, all right, so uh, what about broadheads with you? Uh, dirt nap alphas yeah. is what I, I shoot now. Um, I don't know. I don't tried them. I, I like trying different things. Yeah, yeah. I started off shooting the original rages. And move through a couple different ones of those, shooting whitetail. I really no reason to switch from them, honestly. Uh, except well, the reason I did switch, we went elk hunting. 
the first year, and I was so nervous about, you know, these big old animals, I switched to a fixed blade. I think kind of the same. Mine Mont- was like Montec. the – Yeah, well, it was the three-blade fixed, longer. They did okay. But, you know, then from there, honestly, I blame Frank. He got me started buying slick tricks, and then I would try <laughs> some different ones, and then – I'm surprised Frank did get all, – all three of our wives were here. Yeah, just to all go. She yeah. didn't make a I'm sleep. surprised you didn't get yeah. punched. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we, we introduced him. <laughs> we did, yeah. You are going to need to leave. You're going to go spend some more of our husband's money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. What are you selling them today? <laughs> well, now he sells us tractors, so we, yeah. we're going to have to start yeah. looking at Except those. Except he just said food plot tractors, so you got Which, the hook up on us on that. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so go ahead, Andy. No, I, the Dirt Nap Alphas, they're, uh, I don't, I don't want to say stainless steel, but I think pretty sure they're steel. Need to get my facts straight on that. But they're a Missouri company, as we talked yep. about before. Uh, Harrisonville, uh, Missouri. Uh, makes some good stuff, but I I prefer the Alphas. But your quiver? Anything special on that? Nothing special. I don't even remember what brand it is, to be honest with you. Nice. But it's a good one, then. So, yeah. so far, we're three for Hold three. We're pretty much using the same setups yeah. with Whitetail as, as we like do it. elk. Yep. And I think that's important for the folks that are listening, that – We've talked about elk several times now, and we're about to again well, my favorite, on one so. of these yeah. on on a Missouri show, right? Yeah. Right. Because you do not need to be worried about leaving here and going out west. Yeah, don't be scared. You can shoot the same stuff. You don't have to have yeah. a whole different setup. Nope. Um, yeah, you probably shouldn't be shooting a three hundred and forty grain arrow. I mean, some of the guys I've called in in Colorado have been come right up running up to me with some sweet equipment. Let me tell you, yeah, right, some old school stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm like, man. You ought to blow the dust off that thing before you go chase elk around. <laughs> right. Yeah. That thing's 80s, 1980s. Yeah. I mean, there's certain things I think hopefully people get out of this that, you know, you don't want to be shooting a 320 grain arrow probably out in Colorado. I think my yeah. first time I ever had a bow, the arrow was maybe 330 grains mm-hmm. or something like that. Pretty lightweight. Yeah. Um, it was blue. I don't remember what it was, but I got a quick rabbit hole. I want to ask Frank. We're talking about shooting elk and bigger animals. I want to kill a turkey with a bow. Have not done it. Mm, yeah. Want to kill a turkey with a bow. I'm shooting big, heavy arrows. I'm two. I don't remember. I'm like high two sixties, low two seventies. I haven't. I haven't chronoed with the the Athens yet. Um, in my mind, for a turkey, I need to be faster. I don't need as much, obviously. Uh, um, so no, I wouldn't be faster. So like on a turkey. You want a big, big cut broadhead? Okay. Right. They even make some turkey broadheads right, that are like the, not pointy. What are they called? Guillotine or whatever? Well, no, these are like just like Rage makes one. Yeah. Uh, instead of being come to a point on the front with a chisel tip or something, they're rounded so they don't get the pass through. Yeah. The deal with turkeys is like if you can leave that arrow in, then they can't fly off as right. easy. They can't go anywhere. Dirt Net makes one that actually is yep. kind of cool. looks like a, a trident almost. Yep. Yeah. Like it's open in the front, like a bunch of different it's about points. to catch the damn animal right. when yeah. it hits it. Yeah. 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 Because your shot's probably not going to be more than 30 yards you would. I mean, on a even turkey, with the shotgun, you guess, not, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like all, I, I've killed a whole bunch with my bow. Uh, I went five or six years with just bow hunting them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of the time, I was literally like inside 15 yards. They were all point blank. Really? Yeah. Super yeah. easy. Yeah. Killed a few with the guillotine stuff. Uh, yeah. How close do they have to be for a guillotine? Real close. Inside 20 yards because they fly terrible. I said, yeah, those things are such huge mass up front. Yeah, I'm sure it literally with, starts flipping over itself. Even <laughs> with a well-tuned bow, they don't fly good. And the even worse part is, is like it's not like you can practice with them on anything right. other than a pillow because right. they break on a target. So Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. That was just a question I was You should have seen I, me shoot, the, yeah. shoot a block target the first time I 
bought some of those guillotines. It was quite the rodeo. That was $100. Yeah. I was like, I broke all of them. What the? Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, Nate, let's hear yours. Well, so I'm, I'm shooting the grandpa in the, the group, and I just got it restrung, which tells you how much I do like it. So I'm shoot, still shooting a Bowtech Assassin mm-hmm. from 2011. Uh, I haven't made the switch yet just because the the big thing, and we'll get that into that in a couple minutes hopefully, is I'm kind of saving money to buy a traditional bow. Mm. And I'm like, well, if I can just drop a you know, 100, 150 bucks to restring this that has never failed me, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to do that and maybe kind of save that money. So still shooting a Bowtech Assassin, uh, tw- really long draw length, 27 inches. Mm, nice. <laughs> um, so I've always kind of you know struggled with this. So I'm, I have to shoot at 70 pounds still mm-hmm. right now. I'd yeah. love to be able to back it off a little, but yeah. I just lose so much speed. Yeah, he's struggling. The yeah. good thing about Nate's draw length is, you know, he can basically take the leftover scraps from everybody else's I've done arrows that. and make the- When they screw up an arrow, I get to cut it off <laughs> at my length and reuse. Well, so. and then the good thing, you, I mean, <laughs> most of the time, uh, shorter draw length, that bow's a little nicer to draw. It, yeah, Shorter it is Andy's nice. has got 31 yeah, and a half in his, yeah. the draw cycle on his bow, even if you could have the same bow in it, it's going to suck. Well, and the, the yeah. main, another reason I really haven't wanted to switch yet is like holding my, Micah's Triax and my Assassin. I feel like my bow is a lot lighter. Sure. Light's not always good, though. And, I'll tell you, that. Uh, you know, in Colorado, I just love it because I'm little yeah. and I can kind of, yeah. you know, uh, move it around. But so anyway, I'm still shooting an Assassin. Yep. Um, 27 inches, uh, same Black Eagle Rampages as Andy and Micah. Um, What's site? Oh, I use a Black Gold Pro. Nice. Um, Three-pin slider. Mm-hmm. Got to custom make this one, uh, which was nice. S&S Archery out, out yep, west. Yep, Steve Speck's place. Yep, Steve yeah. Speck, yep. Um, custom made that one, and I really do like it. Yeah. Um, you know, the tape idea is pretty cool. I don't have that. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. tapes. Yeah. Um, really enjoy the micro-adjustability on the pins. My spot hog does not have that micro-adjustable. Oh, it's, it's really nice. I can get the father hog. I can go up in a I'm, – mm-hmm. I'm not shooting their, their high-end one. I'm shooting kind of middle of the road for them. They don't have that micro-adjustability, which I do wish I had that you yeah. do. And it, it's really nice, but like I said, you could almost start screwing with it too too often. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. oh, I, I missed on this arrow. I must need to oh, mess with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, which to be I honest, do. you're very bad about that. Um, <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll, I have a problem with – Okay, I missed with those two. Had to be the bow. I had must to need bow. to change Yo, it. it. Had to be him. <laughs> yeah, it's the bow. You know, yeah. yeah. So something's off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I shoot for a a, a sight, and then my my broadheads are slick trick standards. Mm-hmm. I switched to those a couple years ago. Um, I the one complaint I will have on them, and this this is only a few animals worth, but my 2018 archery deer, he only ran 40 yards and died right in front of me but there wasn't a drop of blood from mm. where I shot him to where I picked him up. Well, I really didn't look that hard because I just... Yeah, there's a lot to go into that, though. Yeah. And I mean, it didn't pass through. It hit his opposite shoulder. Yeah. Um, so, and so it was a high I have, entrance and then no exit. Yeah, high entrance, no so exit. So that's... Because how far, how far away was he when you shot 20? Less than 20. Yeah. So, I mean, you, yep. and you're, you're deer stand. Coming in steep. Mm-hmm. I, I know you, where you're deer standing. I mean, it, it's coming in pretty steep. And, yeah, if you didn't pass through... That cavity is going to, have to fill all the way up. It did, the one and hole. it did, yeah. and go out one hole, and then if it passed through, you have a lower hole. Yeah, yeah. So. But I've heard people complain about the one complaint I've heard about them is blood trails. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, yeah. When yeah. you know you kill the animal and it dies in front of you, That's I don't know why it matters so much. But 
Um, what I liked about when I switched to them, and I think that's what Micah and, and Russell switched to the Slick Trick standards, um, was like we were talking about the four, yeah. the four cutting surfaces, and you know the the science behind it being if you put if you put an X in an animal, mm-hmm. it's harder for that X to close up because there's four different sure. flaps that yep. have to come back together, whereas if you're putting a triangle, yep, you know one of those things closes, that yeah. that wound might close up. That's that was kind it's of even the, worse with a two blade. I'll be honest. Sure, yeah. Which makes uh, sense. I yeah. mean, it well, doesn't take much to clog them up. Pat shooting a two blade, and he shot that elk last year. <laughs> very little blood until the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, what happened was it, the elk ran past a tree, snapped his arrow off, uh, and that created a huge. It opened up the hole for him. But before that, there wasn't that much of a hole. Yeah. Uh, to get out of. Yeah. And then, um, uh, quiver, which I do like. Um, I'll switch to a tight spot eventually, but it's a fuse. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it, it's a four arrow. Yeah. Quiver, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you need more than four, you're about to go home. You've had a bad day. <laughs> you've had a bad day. <laughs> <Just> quit. <Yeah. laughs> um, but it's a fuse, and I like, I do like it. It's lightweight, and, you know, it. I can turn yeah. it on, pull yep. it off, that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Um, so it's pretty nice. Eventually, I'll make a switch. Um, I was, I thought about buying a bow this year, and I was looking at the the Realm SR6. Yeah, that's an all right bow. Um, and I was looking at the Hoyt. Not the RX-5, the Helix. Is it the Helix? Not their aluminum ones, like but the... last year's model, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Whatever. Uh, yep. No, that's a good You know, the thing. aluminum version yep. of the, the RX-5, but... RX, it would have been the same as the RX-3, I never, I never I shot yeah. either of them. Uh, yeah. It was just kind of stuff I was looking at, and I probably would have looked at, like, the... the uh, What's the Matthews new bow? VXR. The VXR. Yeah, that's the one I almost... Yeah, that's um, a nice bow. Yeah. Yeah. Pat and Brandon that go with us both just got VXRs. Yeah. Well, but then isn't, I keep, and isn't Russell shooting the VXR? No, he's got the uh, Vertex. Vertex, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that bow a bunch. It's the same bow as VXR, just shorter. Yeah, but then, you know, I hear all these guys, like, over and over and over, I hear Elite is awesome. It is. I love my bow. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. I always hear how smooth Elite is. Is the one yeah. thing that always comes to mind when you're talking about your Elite is yeah. everyone that has one says they're so smooth. Yeah. Never shot one. I'm left-handed, yeah, so and I can't go to a lot of limb yeah, shops. Show up. Yeah. And they have limb stops, too, so it's got that big, hard back wall. It's, yeah. You know, a lot of guys are like, oh, that's nice. And, yeah. and it is mm-hmm. nice. I mean, for a guy that shoots a hinge, which is me, you know, I want cable stops. Just give me a little bit of pull. Um, but shooting a thumb button or an index finger or hunting situation in general, limb stops are pretty nice to have. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. So I have both in my bow right now. So I'm shooting cable stops and limb stops. So that thing stops. I mean, <laughs> stop. yeah, yeah. And no, I like having that hard back wall. Yeah, yeah there's no creep um, to that. Yeah, when I, has it. Well, when I yeah, first started shooting, um, actually, I brought it back to you, and you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to fix this. Um, this The Assassin has a little, uh, what would you call it, like a set nut for your draw length. Whatever mm, yeah, yeah. That's also that's a, your limb stop slides. Yeah, that in deal. A, in a slot, yeah. So I, I was shooting the bow, and over the neck over a few weeks i started i noticed that i started suck like i was horrible i'm like <laughs> what the hell am i doing um ended up taking it back to you and that stop had loosened mm-hmm. and i went from a 27 inch draw all the way to 29 and didn't notice almost a man. just one at a time <laughs> <Yeah. Dick. laughs> you know just little at a time and all of a sudden you're shooting and you don't you're even realize you're out. just all stretched out yeah um that was the one thing because of that now i love feeling that yeah, when it's right, it's right. I'm where I'm at. Yeah, that's yeah. For sure. so that's that's cool. But yep. Um, anybody else got stuff on setups before we get to some fun stuff? <laughs> no. Not really. I 
Yeah, uh-huh. I think we pretty much covered all the bases. I'm still learning. I started tinkering. Oh, by the way, I Googled what, I, what I'm shooting on my rest. My rest is an Apache. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, cause I could not figure that out. But, um, so, I mean, for people that are potentially wanting to take their deer set up out West, Do all it. four of us sitting here are Do shooting it. the same thing, yep. basically. That being said, I've geared mine towards elk and then, and then use it here it for elk, yeah. deer. But and I think we've done absolutely that. Absolutely, there's no reason you couldn't take a whitetail set up and go kill elk. Yeah, I mean, right. you should be able to have no problems. I mean, as long as you're accurate, yeah, it shouldn't be an issue. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I would say practice, if you're practice, practice, you're practice. sitting middle of the road where you can kind of chase them both. Mm-hmm. I mean, 450 grains. I wouldn't go a whole lot lighter, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think but, the limit for me would be, you know, for sure, 400 grains and heavier. I mean, because I mean, you got to think there's ladies out there that are going to be shooting 25 inch draws mm-hmm. right you know they're they're really going to struggle to get to that 400 yeah. well, what did you just call me yeah what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway um and i think another cool thing about missouri um is the the opportunity to practice oh yeah i mean i don't know about other states but we have a lot everywhere. of 3d yeah. opportunities here and yep. you know andy micah myself all the guys we know I mean, we loved coming to Warrensburg when you used to do the yeah. the Evolve shoots, you know, because yep. it was 20 minutes down the road. Yep. Um, we all use arch, 3D archery shooting mm-hmm. to practice. For sure. You know, give ourselves, you know, you sit in front of your target at home and you shoot all summer long. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's You're practicing. Mm-hmm. But what we like is putting different stuff in front of us, yep. different, different terrain, different terrain, know, different whatever else. So it gives you that, that, uh, you know, the practice well, with seeing thing different me, things. I like going with you. I can go by myself. It's fun. It's great. I like going with my buddies. Yeah. Making oh, it a little bit competitive. A little camaraderie. Yeah. little camaraderie, a little competitiveness. And people sitting there watching you shoot, to me, adds a, that little, little bit pressure. of pressure yeah. on you. When you're shooting at an animal, you have a lot of pressure. Oh, no doubt. So you got people watching. It's a little bit of pressure. So much know? pressure. The very first deer I shot, I will tell on myself, I was 17 years old. <clears throat> bought a bow nah didn't really know much about it shot it got it sighted into where i could go shoot things and my buddy's like hey, let's go deer hunting i'm like all right i've never been deer hunting before with a bow so we bought tags you could just go down the road to the place and buy tags right and, and we, i'll go out there in a blue jeans and a t-shirt after school one day and i climb up in this tree just a little fork of a tree and this little 10 point buck comes cruising up and i shoot him at like five yards but I was so nervous, <laughs> like I literally almost blacked out. Like I, remember, <laughs> yeah, I, I can re- see that. I remember like my it was a tunnel like closing in on me, like you see in like the end of a you know Bugs Bunny or something yeah. like that. That's what that was happening, and I shoot him, and I'm like, whew, that was yeah. close. I almost fell out of this tree. Oh yeah, I can understand it completely. Every so time, after, usually after, but like yeah. Oh, not me. Afterwards, I shake. You're in the middle of it, huh? Oh, it's all up on me. Huh. Like. I'm a hundred percent good until I decide that I'm going to kill it. As soon as I decide that I'm going to kill it, it's I'm a wreck. That's how I am the same way. Like if, I mean, because I, I mean, we all shoot does and stuff like that. But even with a doe, you get that I'll watch feeling. them. I know they're going to come down. But yeah. as soon as I'm like, you made as the soon decision. as they make that step, I need to get my bow and I need to start drawing back. Mm-hmm. As soon as that happens, that's when I start breaking down. Yeah, I mean, but that's I mean, that's, that's crazy how different it. people react. I mean, yeah. usually good until right after. As soon as I hit that that release. Oh, and that's when it all thought, hits me. Every thought in my mind, and then I'm I just I'm a wreck after yeah. that. Yeah. And hey, I have no idea how I, I it happens to me. It's not like I'm some badass. 
It's just all I don't get that before the shot. Yeah. It but like you said, as soon as it happens, it's like uh, shaking, you know, almost like you're freezing cold. Oh and, yeah. I've had you know, my knee knocking against the tree right. stand. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's that's crazy how that happened. But What's nice about these when you do this with your buddies is, yeah. you know, you got that guy that's in the lead mm, towards yeah. the end, and everybody's screwing with them and you know putting oh, pressure yeah. on them and, um, you know, you know and then it's like in the in the competition side, you know, when you get to a shoot down, there's no nerves like that. Right, that's serious because everybody's standing around watching you. Then See, we we've never been at that level. Well, Frank, I think that's easy. that's a good point to talk about though, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Is you can you can use three Ds for however you want to use them. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. We we enter and we'll keep our scores. We are not going to keep up with these dudes that are using, you target, know, target, target bows. bows yeah. They have whatever on, a scope, I guess you'd call it, yep, on there. We're not going to beat them. Yeah. We we shoot for fun, and we'll enter our scores and cool whatever. Yeah. I mean, we all try to beat each other. It's always a competition between ourselves. Us. Yeah. Then but else. that's not the only way to do this. We do yeah. it for that. Yep. There's competition. Well, for sure. Um, and a lot of guys do that, and you know, we see their setups, and we're like, holy shit, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, like talking to those guys. Oh yeah, and, you know, we'll pick, talk like to Frank. Him. Like, yeah, yep. Like picking his brain and what are the you know what do you see as far as our state? Um, as far oh, people have so many opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so there's some areas of the, of the country where all they shoot is indoor archery because the weather's so bad. Uh, that's not necessarily the case for us. You know, we get a lot of 3D. You know, we can just about shoot from January to deer season. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, like the week of deer season is the end of it. Mm-hmm. But from like January one to then you could just about shoot all week, yeah. you know, all, or every weekend or something dang near it. Right. You're willing um, to travel. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. You might have to travel an hour or two, um, which isn't that terrible. I don't feel like, you know, it's, it's not like the South. Some of them South States, like they leave targets up all year round. If you're part of a club, you could literally go every day of the week and shoot. And we don't have that, but we don't also have the weather either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Missouri weather would chew a target up in a heartbeat. If you left it standing. Yeah. Um, I got one in my backyard that proves Looks that. like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then, you know, like I said, there's we do have some indoor archery. There's a little bit of field. There's not much of that around. Uh, you know, it's a, like the indoor archery game except for outside, longer distances. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's just there's not much of it. So it's kind of a, unfortunately dying a little bit. Uh, but it's cool. Um, but it's just, you know, shooting paper faces. And there's a lot uh, of people. I think it's really cool. You do not have to be a hunter in oh, this case. No. There's that's, a lot of people that just shoot. That's for know? sure. And yeah, yeah. those people might be listening to this show. And this is a way to get in. And yeah. there's a Facebook page. I think it's called Missouri 3D, 3D Shoots. Yep, Shoots. Yep, absolutely. It lists every organization. Mm-hmm. Every weekend they're doing something. People will post, you know, yeah, new on, events. And, you know, even on the, the national level, I mean, that's all on there as well. You know, mm-hmm. and a buddy of mine, Sean Groder, runs that. Yeah. Um, he keeps up with it pretty dang good. He, you know, updates it like once a week or so. Yeah. I'll take screenshots yeah. and just, okay, I want to go to this one. If we got, you know, if I'm not busy this weekend with kids or whatever. Yeah. And, well, you go to, I think it's uh announcements or something yep. and he There's has it posted. Pin. It's He's got pinned, pinned on the top. I just hit there and I scroll down through and see where it's I'm going to, I'll available. link that. It's Missouri 3D shoots. Yep. Correct. It yep. is. I'll link that in the show notes yeah. for people because you know, if you want to get, in, if you're looking for a way to get involved in archery somehow, there's your start. Yep. You can you can go pay ten bucks most of the time at some yeah, of these. Yeah, ten to fifteen dollars somewhere. In you there. know, sign up. The people are always super nice. Yep. Um, the people you're shooting around are always. We've never had a single problem nope. for the no. most part with people. Yeah. Um, even if 
we've had to the you know the point where maybe it's like the three of us shooting and we're behind a real big group. Oh, yes. They'll let you jump them. Yep. I mean, it's a lot like golf, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, for the I'll, most part. I'll be honest with you. You know, I've I've been the guys that have been in the group of four or five of us with target bows, and it's like we know we're slower. Let you guys shoot through. Right. You know, yeah. if you want to shoot with us, this target cool. If you don't, we'll step aside, let you shoot it by yourself. I mean, yeah, yeah. we'll stop and watch yeah. others. Yeah. yeah. You know, as long as they're okay with it. Yeah. You know, but. Um, you know, watch them shoot that, you know, there's four guys with these target bows and, yeah. you know, they're all doing a little different stuff and you're like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And it's fun to hear that group banter back and forth because everybody's got their own, you know, atmosphere, oh, yeah. the groups yeah. and whatever. And I also like seeing the families out there. I mean, <clears throat> oh, sure. you got yeah. your kids who are, I mean, just shooting the, you know, simplest bows out there, just oh, having yeah. fun. You got mom shooting, you got dad shooting, you might have grandpa shooting. Yep. I mean, it's all the way through. I like seeing the, the family atmosphere too. Yep. Rabbit hole alert. We're going down one. Oh, go for it. Kids. So uh, I've got a son who's really wanting to get into this. Yep. And um, I've made the decision to, well, you see that crossbow sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I bought that for him for Chris's, Christmas and now I've decided against it. Yeah. He doesn't need to kill a deer right now. He, sure. You know, cool. How old is he? He's nine. Cool. He doesn't need to. I want him to learn how to shoot. Sure. So I'm going to buy him a bow. Yeah. And it's going to be something hopefully that he can grow into, right? Yep. Um, Mike has got young kids. Andy. This is going to be good information for all of us. I've yep. been doing some research on the different bows for for kids. Yep. Do you have one that you like more than others? That, I do have you know, one you've that sold I like in the more years? than others. Because yeah, you, you got a son. son. I, mean, I do. About that so, age. Um, I have him a little recurve, believe it or not, uh, only because it's easy and he can pick the thing up. So I had him at like a year and a half old. He's out there with a binky in his mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> shooting a bow. He had a little <laughs> mini Genesis. Uh <laughs> It was the coolest thing ever. I thought so anyways. And then he kind of kind of lost interest. Uh, but he's kind of started being a little more interested again. And I have this 15-pound, which seems like a lot, but it's not in his size, mm-hmm. um, little recurve. Um, and he slings arrows. We, we've shot some 3Ds with it. He has a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to expect anything that way. You know, if he hits the target, cool. If we got to look for the arrow, that's cool too. Yep. Uh, that being said, there are some really good options in the youth bow for compound side. Um, you know, Matthews makes some good stuff. They make like a stoke and an avail. Those are a little more on the no, high No, they're actually end. Matthews. They're not like a mission. No. Nope. I've heard something about a mission. Some, some mission. Matthews makes mission as well. Uh-huh. Uh, it's They make good stuff too. Um, that would be kind of middle of the road beginner type bow, I would say, for mm-hmm. especially for a youth. Uh they make super adjustable bow as well. The the Stoke and the Avail is not uh, in the Matthews line. Elite makes one called the Ember, and it's probably my favorite. That Elite bow, Ember. Yep. It is uh, very much like an adult bow, mm-hmm. uh, but it is super adjustable, and it'll fit just about anybody. I mean, so, and, that, and that's what you want with a kid's bow. Yeah, you want something they, they can grow, them to grow into. into it. Yeah, yeah. so even if it's – Grow with. Grow yeah, with grow it. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bear. Bear makes some, makes a couple yeah, I've of heard them. Of a bear. You know, they make like two or three different models. I uh, had a guy give me a list one time, and I had no idea if he was giving me a good list or not. Yep. It was just kind of here's some bows that you should go buy for your son. Yep. Diamond makes some stuff. They make yeah. uh, it's uh, made by Bowtech. Mm-hmm. You know, and so so everybody's got a couple of bows that are made for youth. Um, it's just a matter of finding one that they like. You know, because some. So here's another thing that you got to think about, and it and for me. I would look at the whenever I was picking out a bow for a kid. If they come in, and you're like, okay, I've got a little seven year old. Well, at that point in time, it's not how much they can draw. 
believe it or not, they can draw fine enough because most of the bows go down to like five pounds. It's how much they can hold up with the bow arm. Yeah. And so you got to find them a small frame bow. Yeah. You know, so that's part of the, you know, figuring out what's going to fit somebody because archery is not, it literally isn't fun if the bow doesn't fit you. Like there's nothing more frustrating than whipping your arm real good. Mm. First you time know, I ever shot, dude, you I know, ripped off. Especially for a kid that's seven or eight years old, yeah. you're going to let them whip their arm and they're going to be like, nope, they're again. done. Yeah. Never done. again. So it's funny you say that about your son. Cause that's Caden, my son that I'm talking about right now. And my daughter is all of a sudden who's 12. She's now that I want to buy Caden this. Yeah. She's wanting to, I'm like, Oh crap. I'm ended up buying two of these yeah. damn things. Yeah. But they're all shooting what you would call recurve right now yeah. out there with the little blunt arrows that yeah, you buy little, from Walmart yeah. and they just shoot it into this little styrofoam target they got. And you know, they're doing that. Even my seven year old son's doing that. Mm-hmm. And, He's just to the point where he knew I bought him that co- that um, that crossbow. Yeah. And then I I changed my mind. I'm yeah. Like, no, you know what? It, it isn't about killing an animal right now. Yeah, it's about getting you involved. Put him on a gun involved. and kill an animal. Right. Right. Yeah. And it. He's nine. He's got his whole life to do this. Sure. I want him to learn the sport first. You know, learn. Uh, he goes hunting with me, so he yeah. he'll understand those things. Um, but it's about the youth thing. I mean, you know, you got. All the kids, I think this was a perfect question to say, what do you, what would you get if you were getting the kid a, yep. a compound? He, he, every day we go out to shoot, he's, can I shoot one just like you, Dad? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, I'll figure it out. I just don't know what the hell to buy you. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yep. So, that, you know, and that's that's where Huntley, you know, I, he, wants, he wants one of those embers, those elite embers, because he can make it look exactly like my bow. Oh, that's cool. be, yeah. You know, the same color. And he's like, yeah, that'd be cool, Dad. And I'm like, yeah, it would be cool, buddy. I am not. I'm looking forward to it and not at the same time. I know you've got a freaking bow, arrows, oh, yeah. release, sight, all the same stuff that we are running our stuff for a, for a kid. I You're mean, just like, oh, man, this is going to suck. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean but, even like so even if you went and bought one of the, the lower end price point wise package bows, man, you're going to be six, seven or bucks. I mean, because right. the bow is going to be three or four. Uh Arrows, you know, you might spend 50 bucks on a half dozen arrows, mm-hmm. something like that. A release is going to be 50 bucks. You know, the site, well, it'll have a site and a rest on it, so that's good. You know, but it can be quick. It can yeah. add up quick. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, when dad, when dad's going to be making those adjustments, I'm going to be screwing with that cheap site and go, yeah. all right, I'm done with this. And, and go, you, you know, buy something nicer. You know, yeah. quality. Yeah. yeah. But, what uh, if, I mean, your son, he's obviously been shooting – Starting out, what type of release would you suggest for a kid? Fingers. Fingers? That's easy. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Okay. The problem with kids is like they don't really know how to anchor yet. It's real easy to tell them to put their index finger in the corner of their mouth. That's easy. Putting, you know, splitting your fingers with like a thumb release or an index finger, you know, putting it behind your jawline, they have no clue. It gets right. really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So you would say the number one thing, that it's not draw weight. But it's actually the weight of the physical yeah, bow the would be the, the best bow. thing to figure out yeah, first. Yeah, so if it's a big kid, you know, if he's 10, well, that's different. They can hold up a lot. Yeah. Right. But if he's five or six or if it's a little girl, you know, I that can be a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly what happened with this this freaking crossbow I bought him. I gave it to him, and I said, all right, hold it up, buddy, and show me. And he sat there and lugs the thing uh-huh. up. And I'm like, nope, this isn't. You know, I already was on the fence when I bought it. Yeah. Um, and then when he did that, I'm like, oh, that's not going to work. Yeah. And I so, mean, there's ways around that, but yeah. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, you can sit down, you know, in the blind, and we can Put post it, it up. But yeah. it just it didn't feel right when he when he did yep. that. So I'm like, eh, we'll we'll do something else. Yep. So I've been It'll kind be of right. putting it off. Yep. Well, that's that's good on those. Um, you know, one other thing I'm really kind of excited to get into at some point is traditional bows. Uh huh. Have you done anything like that? So I've shot one a little bit. Um, I really, I'm not very good with one. Um, it's a different, yeah. Which call it's it for instinct sure. shooting. I mean, is um, that yeah. So like, there's a couple different ways you can shoot it instinctively, um, but the guys that are good mm-hmm. generally don't shoot instinctively. They shoot point on, which is so what they'll <laughs> do is they'll set up their bow, and then that setup changes depending on how the point on is. So like, they'll aim down the arrow mm-hmm. and use the point of the arrow as a reference. And so let's just say they want it to be like point on at like 20 yards or 15 yards or whatever it is. Sometimes an arrow setup has to be, you know, that's dictating to them what their point on is. It's super tricky, man. Like I got a buddy, Darren, um, he knows all about it and I've watched him mess with this stuff like nonstop. It's a, it's never, never ending. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm super tech savvy on the compound side. And he is on, He's on that side. traditional yeah. side. I would have never guessed. I'd be like, man, square, square. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, he's moving his knock sets nonstop. The plunger pressure on his rest, like, because it's got a little finger rest, but it's got a yeah. plunger on the riser. Mm. Um, he's not shooting off the shelf. Um, I guess if you're shooting off the shelf, you're a little more limited on that. But the, the spine of his arrow, you know, it, I mean, those guys are like putting rope inside their carbon arrows to change the spine or change oh, the weight. Wow. Oh, my. I mean, it gets. Super tricky, like, huh? Non-stop. I didn't know that I was even yeah. involved in it. Well, and it, I mean, it's I've I've been stalking another Missouri-based company, by the way, Black Widow Bows. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've been stalking them on Instagram for a yep. while, and you're right. I mean, it, you you read through the stuff and you just don't quite understand if you don't have anybody to teach you about a traditional bow. Oh man, you're just you're kind of like, whoo. That's you know, I, you go watch YouTube and stuff like that. But I bought one. I have I had just a little cheap one uh, compared to. Uh, black black widow you know uh that being said like and i set it up the best i could and it shoots okay mm-hmm. it does but darren some of his bows were like he could shoot bare shafts out of it like a compound no joke yeah i'm like what the heck no yeah. way you know i have a feeling i'm gonna end up jumping in head first to a black oh, widow yeah. at some at some point yeah. just it's another uh, i think all of us are you know in our archery world it's another challenge oh yeah. for sure tough yeah you know I mean, at some point, it's kind of fun. Yeah, now well, you're right. inside 20 yards for sure. Yeah, I've always told myself once I master the compound, then I'm going to switch to the trad. Still, haven't there's no, <laughs> yeah. there's no mastering. A little, little yeah. cushion there. Huh? I'm going to yeah. wait for a while. <laughs> That's yeah, cool, man. Yeah, eventually I'll get there, but yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, we uh we talked for a long time. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. You guys, got anything else that you want to pick his brain about? Oh, we could be here all night if we started doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, Everything we talked about, we kind of hit the surface yep. on yep. all of them. Yep. We, I mean, we, I get on here again another time. and Absolutely. Yeah, we, you could dive in for two hours on just broadheads. Yep. You know, I mean, sure. that sort of stuff. So, but well, the ma- main thing is don't be scared to try different things. Yep. And more than likely, your setup's probably good enough to do anything you want to do with it. Yeah, I mean, like for the most part, and having a, a well-tuned setup makes a huge difference. Yeah. So if if, if your bow, you have worries about, you know, you got a little arrow flight, funny, um, go see a pro shop. Absolutely. You know? I was going to say, get don't be scared away. to ask people questions. Yeah, I mean, if if you if you're looking behind the bow and you're like, oh, that's good enough, well, it's probably not good enough, honestly. Yeah. You know, there's so I mean, these bows are super tunable these days. 
get it tuned, you know, have shoot through paper, shoot a bear shaft. You know, these are all things like, you know, <clears throat> we might be listening to this and being like, what's that mean? Uh, if that's the case, probably need to take it to a pro shop. Go talk to somebody. Yeah, make, I mean, one, yeah. you make sure your jaw length. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys draw out here that are just picking up. Well, my buddy had a bow, and I just started grabbing it. There's no chance you have the same draw length. I mean, the, I the mean, odds of it are very slim. Like, so me and my hunting partner, Kevin, that we hunt out west, we literally have the same draw length. We, like, everything. He proves that, me wrong. Idiot. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I was just getting ready to prove you right, actually, because just because we have the same draw length, our bows don't tune the same. Nope. I can't shoot his bow. He can't really? shoot mine. You guys do stuff yeah. differently. I mean, yeah, yeah. even like yeah. little face contact, a little different, a little grip pressure, a little different, you yep. know, I, now if we were out there and one of us crashed our bows falling down, you know, a rock slide or something, you can figure it out. We could figure it out, but right. it's not, you know, Nat's. Right. So, uh, but that's important for people to know. There's pro sh- or there's, there's archery shops all over the place. Yep. In this, in some this good, state. but some not, sure. you know, but, if you don't know what, don't be the, discouraged if it isn't a go good one. Go in and find a good ask one. questions, yeah. and and that's what I mean. We all obviously were using you yep. before you left us like a jerk. <laughs> I'm surprised Frank actually talks to us because we a lot of times we would go in there and not buy anything. Just ask him questions. <laughs> We'd go in there just hour. to talk to Frank about our bow setups. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, but I mean that's that's how you learn in all outdoor stuff. Nobody starts a pro. Yep. Nobody nope. does. Nope. You learn from people that are smarter than you. I learned a lot just today sitting here talking again. Yep. I mean, that's just, just how it how it goes. And watch YouTube videos, get on with, you know, find a pro shop near you and start asking questions and shoot a lot. Shoot, shoot a practice, lot. That's, practice, that's practice. Important. Practice good arrows too. Yeah. 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 Shoot a lot. And if you start missing all the time, there's something probably going off. Yeah. Go talk to somebody. Yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. If your broadheads don't hit with your field points, that's not always the end of the world, but you probably need to have your bow checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, man, uh, thanks for coming on. I mean, yeah, absolutely. That was that was a lot of fun. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Um, people were, like I said, people were kind of asking about this, and I thought this would be a great time to call Frank. Yep. Get Frank. Yep. 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 No so, problem. Luckily, you live close to us too, so that yeah. makes it really nice. So, thanks yep. for coming out. And um, you got anything? Any uh, handles you want anybody to? Oh no, I mean, it's, okay, we're good. It, <laughs> if they want they they want to find me. They can. They can find. Yep. They can find yeah. Frank. Yeah, I'm evolved archer on. I guess what is that uh, Instagram and yeah I'm on Facebook as well so cool um, yeah right, we'll get on here another time we'll talk about hunting or something yeah we can. Yeah. yeah oh there's so, all kinds of stuff yeah, we can yeah. start narrowing down some more topics oh, yeah. let us know if there's anything you guys want to hear us talk about uh, yeah. we're not experts by any means but uh, we'll go down some rabbit holes and that's I mean that's what this episode came from people asking for both yeah. setup talk so and, you know and, and one thing that I, I feel like that you guys elk hunt I elk hunt. It's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. You know, it's up there. So, you know, if you guys want to know about being a little scared about going out west your first time, we, we, we could have a whole show about that. Funny you, you should know, say that. You know, we could. Yeah. There, there, there's so much to it. You know, you know, these guys hunt a little different than I do. And I was getting ready to say, you know, I mean, and, there's two you know, different strategies. There's different there. strategies there. You know, these guys base camp hunt, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, a backcountry hunter, you know, I have a yeah. camp on my back and, you know, I do a lot of miles in a lot of days and it's just, you know, different strokes for different folks yep. and they yeah. both work. Yeah. We were so. recently on a show with uh backcountry rookies, mm-hmm. uh, another one of the shows on Sportsman's nation. And we talked about just kind of basic about going from Missouri yep. to, in our case, Colorado. I what love to help people about that because, you know, I, I've had really good success, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, um, 
I'm not scared to tell you secrets, you know. I mean, I'm not going to tell you where my spot is, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, that being said, you know, basic strategy, I'm gear. I love gear. Like, oh, the backcountry yep. gear. Gear junkies. Like, oh, yep. big time. Um, so, yeah, we could, we could, if somebody, if anybody's interested in that. It's not as intimidating as you feel like it is. No, no that's not at all. That's all there is to it. No. People are intimidated by it because I need to have all this stuff. Sure. You do. It's cool to have good camo good good gear yep. good pack makes um, life easier but really if you have good boots a good pack and a, a bow yep obviously if you're going to do backcountry stuff you might need a little you need, more you need, yeah but it, it really won't cost you that much no i mean like i've spent a oh oh we we'll just won't even talk about it but <laughs> a lot of money a whole in lot it. of money yeah but you don't have to i mean no. there's a lot of you know gear for sale like on rock slide or you know Archer Talk even has some stuff. eBay, you can buy some bargains for stuff. Um, it's like it doesn't have to be so expensive. Or, oh, or yeah. hobby. I mean, you can go buy the highest dollar golf clubs you uh, want yeah. to, or you can go whack a ball around with a garage yeah. sale set of golf clubs. But like you know, there's some basic stuff that I would not skimp on. That's true. That uh, sure. But boots, get get some good boots. I have, yep. I have two pair of crispies, one insulated, one non. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can't talk about how good they are enough. Like until I'm blue in the face. Um, a good sleeping bag, good sleeping pad, and a tent. Good pack, you know. Got to be those able to things, pack meat. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, I'm you know we're packing miles, mm-hmm. multiple miles. You know, and uh, it it really matters. You know, you get out there with an old steel frame pack, you're gonna hate life. <clears throat> yeah. So. Well, I mean that's but that's that's it. And then of course, if you're going to like a state like Colorado or something, the over the over the counter tag isn't that expensive. No, it's six hundred seventy one bucks. Yeah. Uh, that's and not you bad. You got your your stamp and stuff, so I mean yeah. it'll be somewhere around that seven hundred mark. Yeah, yeah, that's expensive, sure. But it's but so I mean I guess that's you know it's perspective because but you think about it, it you know it's a couple hundred bucks just to go kill whitetails in other states too, you know a couple more hundred dollars and you're getting to go hunt elk and they scream back at you and I love that part. And they're big and they taste really really good. Oh yeah, they taste good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so awesome. Did I mention they scream back at you? I like that part. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, I, I long for the day to have one scream where it, it I feel it through my body. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that happen yet. It's it, the it's, best. Uh, we'll get into that some other time. Yep. But Cool. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Yep. We'll thanks. see you guys. Yep. Catch you on the next one. All right. That's the show today. Hope you all enjoyed it. Um, lots of good information. Um, we kind of touch on a little bit about a lot of stuff. So hopefully that's something you all enjoy. Uh, we can go into a lot more detail on little different topics, but I thought it would be good to kind of hit the main points with a lot of bow setups. A lot of people are curious what they can do uh, as far as it goes with whitetail uh, compared to maybe going out West if they're thinking about doing that. So if you are, It's not as big of a deal as you might make it. So anyway, I hope you enjoy the show, and we'll try to keep putting out good stuff for you guys. We'll see you later.